Show. It's an S screen, man. Show for April 22nd. 22nd, 21st, 2021. How's it going, everybody? Uh, I may or may not be high recording this. <laughs> of course, recording on the night before, the Tuesday, the 420. You know, it's a, it's a happy 420, but believe it or not, you know, outside, it's snowing four inches today here in Detroit, Detroit Michigan. Uh, I'm in disbelief because the last time I saw snow in my parking lot here in Michigan was like late in April. It was like I think the latest was like April 17th. No, 14th. I have an Instagram story somewhere. And I just said, it's middle of April and it's fucking snowing. And it's happening with that right now. But then again, I shouldn't be surprised that given this snow probably came over from Denver, Boulder, up in the Rockies because it's two, three days ago, I saw that in Boulder, there was a snow warning. And I just go, dude, it's late April. I mean, it, yeah, it can get cold also, but geez, what's going on? But anyways, I, I digress. I, I'm, I'm a little ticked off that we're seeing snow, but it just adds more fuel to the reason to, you know, uh, celebrate the 420 day, you know, hemp day or the, uh, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Because, uh, you know what? You need it. it. It's like it's like rainy day in Seattle over and over. And then you just go, I got to drink. <laughs> but then again, uh, I haven't been drinking for over 407 days now as I record this. I can't believe I did it. So the number of vices are decreasing. And then I happened to find the rolls of cookies uh, in my freezer. So I said, why not? Why not? So uh, that's that. But uh Speaking of the AA this week, the Ass Whoop Askren, uh, I don't know how many of you bought that t- pay-per-view, whatever you want to call it, the Triller Fight Club. I didn't know who the hell Triller was until they bought the pay-per-view company that used them to fight TV. I just go, Triller Media has that much fucking money? And uh, But anyways, I just go, Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. Uh, I must say, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good with one freak show fight. I'm not against the concept of freak show fights, you know, just celebrities fighting. Deep. Like, I want to, you know, I don't mind it, but there's, if it, it's not a freak show if it's an everyday show. So it's, it won't be special anymore. I really think, oh my God, it's Jake Paul and Logan Paul draws a boxing? What's happening? And I just go, no, I mean, there are curiosity factors, like one or two times you can just do it, but that's what makes it an attraction. It's not a consistent thing. And Jake Paul, you know, I just go, I, I could care less for the YouTubers. I know who they are, you know, but I just go like, look, Jake Paul's not a boxer. And then I read a Fox News article and then the comments underneath is like, BK, Fox News, internet comments. And then uh, I saw that somebody called Jake the Jake the fake. <laughs> I can't believe I came up. I didn't come up with that rhyme before. So there's something I learned today. But um, Ben Askren, uh, I... I knew he retired, you know, from the UFC, you know, the overall MMA career. And then he just had his hip replacement surgery right after he retired. So the movement is harder, blah, blah, blah. But Ben Askren, given his uh, very short stint at the UFC, that he was one and two and then got knocked the fuck out by Jorge Masvidal and whatnot. So I just go, all right, way Askren's going. I mean, he got a weak chin. So I just go... This, this is not going to be good. But other than that, I really didn't give Jake Paul any chance. I mean, he looked good, but then he was, like, beating up on fucking Nate Robinson. And I'm like, what the fuck difference does it make? And also, Ben Askren, he's a hell of an entertaining fighter. Uh, you know, when he was on the one fighting championship. Because you remember when Ben Askren got traded for Demetrius Johnson? But whatever. Uh, so, 
I, I did not expect that it would like go down like that. That it is so unbelievable that <laughs> it's so unbelievable that a former UFC fighter, granted he had a hip surgery, granted I don't think he really trained for this thing. He, you know, as much as he goes, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna shut this kid up. But I just go when it came out of the weigh in for the conference. I mean, Ben Askren was never like the body guy. Let's say. Like, he don't look like uh, fucking Connor at his peak or something, right? He's a little pudgy looking. But holy shit, when he came out of the weigh-in the, the, the in and I just saw him off his shirt, I just go, he looks exactly like me who haven't worked out the last one month. Other than he's 191, I come in a buck 80 now because <laughs> I got fatter <coughs> the last month or so. But holy shit, still, UFC fighter is a UFC fighter. And then way Ben Askren was speaking to Jake Paul, Leading up to the fight was so calm and mature, you know, blah blah blah. So I wanted to see like what would happen if Jake Paul would get knocked the fuck out, but instead, uh, Jake was like <laughs> fucking in the center of the ring, just chasing after Ben Askren, and then Askren <coughs> didn't really have a stance, which Snoop Dogg kept making fun of nonstop. It's like he he did boxing like he from nineteen forty. He's like he better put, put his hands up. Jake looks serious. Jake looks serious because obviously Snoop got money on fucking Jake. Uh, but regardless, it just he he got he got fucking KO'd. But there were moments I just go. I think he just dove. He just. <laughs> I mean, I I don't fault the ref stoppage. You know, wait. You know, Jake was moving versus how Ben Askren was moving. I was like, dude, that was so fucking sad. It's like watching Chuck Liddell, the last freak show MMA fight. He shouldn't have fought that one. And then, who are the connecting links between two freak show fights? Oh, fucking Oscar De La Hoya, because the Chuck Liddell last fight, the pathetic one, was a Golden Boy promotion. But anyways, it just, I mean, he got a Ben Askren back to the fight. He got he got hit in the chin a couple of times, just a jab setup. That Jake Paul was doing, and then he came over the right hand, his right hand, and then just like knocked him out on the side. But I just go, wait, he went down. I was like, okay, he got knocked out, but and then he was stumbling, which is why the ref stopped it because the way he was like taking a couple steps, like he out. But wait, I know there's a lot of meme going on about, oh my god, I hope he recovers, and he's just smiling, his wife and shit. I'll be surprised he didn't give a shit. That's why he showed up the way he did, and then that's why he got beat up the he did, and he just like fuck it, I'm done. It's like he got $500,000. Like, dude, CM Punk got $400,000 getting his ass beat, you know, by Mickey Gall, right? I, so I talked a long, long time ago, the episode three and a half, the offsode that I had back in the day. But I just go, you know what, Freak Show ended. I think he fucking dove. <laughs> but holy shit, like, he comes up in a shape like that. And it'll be like, I'm a little inspired. I could, like, maybe one day I'll get beat up by Jake Paul too. Maybe one day I'll get $500,000 payday like that. And then the rest of the show, I didn't watch. I didn't pay for this shit. I didn't know what the rest of the cards were. I didn't know Frank Mir fucking fought. I didn't know uh, Joe Fournier fucking fought. You know, all that shit. I, and I, like, frankly, I don't give a shit. And then it's a freak show event. I'm not paying 50, 50 bucks or something. There's no way 1 million buy rate for the pay-per-view is true. Like, they made 50 million out of this show. Give me a fucking break. Like, I think Logan Paul... Was it Logan Paul and then uh, KSI? I don't know how many it sold. Uh, I saw the pay-per-view numbers. Where did it go? Where did it go? But anyways, I'll look it up later. So, uh, but I'm just going like, dude, <laughs> dude, like it's over. It's over. I'm not paying for this like four or five more times. And then I hope you didn't get fleece out of $50 just to watch gazillion concerts, you know, by Bieber, Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg. I was like, dude, that's why there are 
like concert pay-per-views not a fucking <laughs> freak show boxing pay-per-view like there's too much music the commentary i don't give a shit i mean pete davison snoop dogg and half awake oscar de la hoya i'm just going like dude this is this is ridiculous i wouldn't i don't mind the freak show commentary i think i said this before when the tyson fought fight happened i just go i'm not watching this for serious commentary i know these guys are fucking amateurs or half retired so who gives a shit i'm not gonna i'm not looking for a serious sports commentary because i know what the context of it is coming in but i you know the hardcore fans i understand you get very anal about the coverage but to be honest i'm not paying the money to see like a fucking freak show fight <laughs> like for a freak show fight for a premium fighting dollar except once or twice right but anyways enough of that story the main thing i wanted to talk about today uh speaking of the ass whooping and then the money talk is the esl aka european super league <laughs> uh i might be the very small minority or very ignorant american view but i completely support esl and i'm on esl uh, there are a couple of news that came out the last 24 hours or so, or 48 hours by the time you hear this, that, oh, Chelsea pulled out. Oh, and then the man shitty pulled out. And I just go, what? why? Like, it's it's unbelievable that the uh, argument that all these like, UK pundits, you know, and then uh, all these like government officials talking, especially from UK and France, I just go like, I mean... Like, the arguments are very predictable because every other year this conversation comes up. So in order to, you know, make more money between the prime, you know, premium clubs, it's like we're going to have our own Super League in place of the European Champions, European Champions League because, you, you know, that's UEFA, you know, committee run, you know, over tens and whatever years. But then the, you know who the big money makers are, which are the big clubs. So... The typical arguments you hear is like, oh, you're ruining the tradition. This is a typical greed. Or And the, the other one is like the bunch of these American owners. You don't hear that explicitly, but that's why you hear in between. Not just Americans, but all these Arabs and other Asian owners here. Bunch of AAA owners, you know? And then that's what the fucking Brits are bitching about. And then other Europeans are bitching about. I mean, but I just go, dude, like, what pisses me off because, because this... Just because you're you have a British accent doesn't mean you're fucking smart. Case in point, the rest of the fucking Piers Morgan and then like Gary Neville and then uh, whatever Rio Ferdinand, these fucking pundits, Jamie Carragher, you know all these motherfuckers. I just go, dude, like, give me a fucking break. Like the I, the hypocrisy and the is just unbelievable. So you get a bunch of pundits from like the traditionally big, you know, the franchises or the clubs. Right? Like Liverpool, Menu, all those, blah, blah, blah. That's why you got Rio Ferdinand, Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher, and all those people. But, like, I understand for the love of the game or love of football, but I just go, like, none of you motherfuckers give shit about all these small clubs like Swansea City or some Bournemouth or some fucking QPR, you know, I, I like you know, Sheffield or some other shit. You don't, you don't give a shit about these no-name clubs, like, especially below the Premier League, Right? And I like it, it's a bunch of if you look at it from a capitalistic way, like it makes absolute no sense. The entire relegation promotion system and rest of these league teams. Like how many heartwarming fucking dumbass Instagram story do I have to see that? Oh, I, I've been a fan of this like your local club, you know, 
and the local club may have a chance to advance to the get promoted and then go to the next level, go to the next level, all that stuff. You know, but it's just such a fantasy dream. I don't understand why people in Europe bring up inequality when you're already at an unequal level. Like, like, who, how does this make sense? This doesn't happen in America. I mean, like, that's why the leagues are closed. But this pipe dream that they're selling with this, like, promotions, you already have an inequality on your hand. None of you actually give a shit about all these small clubs like I mentioned in, like, fucking Sheffield or nowhere Austria if you're looking at the Europe as a whole. You know, who gives a shit about Parma FC in Italy other than people in Parma? You know, I, I like no one gives a fuck. So I just go, you're just this is a bunch of old farts and old clubs that go nowhere complaining about inequality when they're already on the unequal side. You know, in America and Canada, we had this like cleanup of the mess. Like a mess of uh, useless clubs, right? Ever since the 19th century. Hang on a second. I'm getting a phone call here. Hold up. Hold up. All right. It's back. So uh, sorry. Oh, that call was a little long. But anyways, I'm just going like, like it just clo- close the league, please. Like none of you give shit about fucking tradition. None of you actually give shit about inequality, opportunity, tradition. Fuck that stuff. Like, Europe, you need to move the fuck on into the 21st century. America, once again, like I said, has gone through all the useless franchises who do not contribute anything except for themselves and all that stuff. Ever since the late 19th century from the baseballs, like you hear all these NFL teams before the NFL or the American Football League, blah, 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 whatever you want to call them. Like, all these franchises have gone and gone, have come and gone. And now we're down to a commissioner's office, free agency, draft. Europe needs to come to the fucking reality over here and embrace the capitalism. I sound like a Republican, but God, like, I'm just sick of these nonsensical holding everybody on for no reason. And then I found it funny how UK government and France government step up, but Germany, I mean, none of these are German uh, franchises. Decided that, like they want to be part of it because Germany's in a good goddamn shape, unlike other European countries over here. I mean, I just go, you know, at some point, at some point, you gotta get what's right. You gotta do what's financially right, and expanding the UEFA Championship to 32 leagues. And I just go, who cares? Like you're still distributing money, you're just diluting the product further down. So from the elite club perspective, yes, they are already raking in more money, but why can't you ask for more? You know, especially if you're getting shafted. It's no different from the college football over here. You know, with those conferences instead of the teams. Well, basically, that's what's happening. And secondly, I mean, this is only replacing the midweek tournament. So you're not leaving any of the demos- like a dom- domestic-, <laughs> domestic leagues. Like, Man U's not leaving-, leaving the Premier League. And, like, Real Madrid's not leaving the La Liga. It's just a consortium of things. And it's funny how UK and France government step up, but not like Spain or something. Like you think Spanish government or the Spanish governing body, body, body is going to come over and be like Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid, and then uh, Barcelona. You guys are fucking kicked off. You guys are relegated. They ain't going to do that shit. Like Spain, they're like, well, make me. And then same for some of, really for the UK, for all those Premier League guys, they should. So I don't like players don't like it, but no, who likes the fucking change? That's the point. Like, why are they living in this like 
20th century bullshit of promotion relegation. All that concept. Like, as if, as if they were all true. Like, Leicester City, that's a great story. But I just go, there's only, but it's a very well-run franchise owned by a foreign owner. For, foreign owner. So I'm just, like, these Europeans need to get the fuck up and then wake the hell up. And I don't mind the European Super League. If German franchises don't want to be there, German clubs like the, the Bayern Munich and Dortmund, I just, but then in Germany, who else is left other than those two? You don't give a fuck. You don't absolutely give a fuck. Oh, but they're like Marcel and all these guys. I mean, that's, I don't give a fuck. I really don't. Like, you can keep your domestic league and do your own thing. But for like something that's internationally, like, whatever. You already got a bastardized version with a club FIFA World Cup and all that shit. I just go, what the fuck? A World Cup between the clubs. I mean, why don't you go a step fucking further? Instead of an ESL, why don't you go like WSL, like a World Soccer League or the World Super League or some shit. You already got a tiny Super League. We're like, fuck it. Just like, just, just have a closed league. It's inevitable that it's going that way. I'm sorry, Brits. I'm sorry, bunch of Europeans. I, like, you don't see the point of this. And I'm sorry you're not seeing the fact that your little pity semi-pro clubs have absolute no hope whatsoever. History, tradition, whatever. You can keep that going at your own time in a rec league, not in a serious professional league, okay? I don't care. Abort all of them. It's all a bunch of zombie companies, zombie franchises anyway. Like, get rid of them. And then capitalism has won. Like... It, all these Brits getting mad at, like, Americans and then Arabs and all that. I just go, dude, like, come the other way to America then if your economy is so fucking great. You know? Like, are you going to argue with oil? Are you going to argue with China? Are you going to argue with U.S.? I mean, that's why you're trying to be in the EU, the United Europe, you know? Because basically each state in this country, in the North America province, is, like, already bigger than any of you motherfucking small countries over there. With Like, you got longer history and all. But anyways... I want Europeans to wake the fuck up and follow the capitalism. <laughs> Bunch of communists. Uh, but I'm joking. All that aside, but I'm really excited about the concept of the European Super League. It sucks that Chelsea pussied out. It sucks that Man City fucking pussied out too. But why, why am I not surprised? You know, 15 teams plus 5 invites or 12 teams plus, plus 8 invites. I'm excited. I'm for it. Go ahead. Europeans, go learn economics. Stop running your zombie company like there's something better. I mean, fuck that shit, man. And then it's good for the players too, like FIFA threatening for international, you know, you know, participating in that shit. It's like, who gives a shit if you're in like Slovenia? You're not gonna make the World Cup to begin with. So whoever the best top player, the Anzi Kopitar of the fucking soccer in like Slovenia, decide to play for Menu. Who gives a fuck? You're making money. Your country's not gonna make it as much as there's a pride there. So fuck it. Money matters, everybody. And uh, that's my way that I'm going to celebrate the rest of the 420. And then uh hope you enjoyed this episode. I don't know how this is going to sound, so I'm not going to listen to this episode back. It took about 213 episodes to come to this. <laughs> I'm a little surprised, by the way. Uh, but uh, anyways, thanks for listening. Email me at aa-show.com. Email me at aa-show.com. We'll see you next week when we get into the next end of April, man. It's end of April, and then I will be 414 days sober from the alcohol. All right, peace out.